0: The claustrophobic settings are awash in deep shadows. The streets are rain-swept. It always seems to be night, and the atmosphere is charged and angst-ridden. We know the stories. We love the noir style, at once romantic and pessimistic. We sympathize, maybe even identify, with the doomed anti-hero. The anxiety and sense of alienation are uncomfortably familiar. All true enough, but what does any of this have to do with philosophy? Actually, quite a lot, as it turns out. First, what is film noir? And immediately we find ourselves on philosophical ground. Questions both about the essence of a thing, what makes it what it is, and about definition, are philosophical in nature. Critics tend to identify the classic noir period as falling between 1941 and 1958, beginning with John Huston's The Maltese Falcon and ending with Orson Welles' Touch of Evil, two masterpieces of noir. This period, not coincidentally, lasts from America's involvement in World War II through the post-war era. We can easily identify classic film noir by the constant opposition of light and shadow, its oblique camera angles, and its disruptive, compositional balance of frames and scenes, the way characters are placed in awkward and unconventional positions within a particular shot, for example. But besides these technical cinematic characteristics, there are a number of themes that characterize film noir such as the inversion of traditional values and the corresponding moral ambivalence. For example, the protagonist of the story, who traditionally is the good guy, in noir films often makes very questionable moral decisions. The feeling of alienation, paranoia, and cynicism, the presence of crime and violence, and the disorientation of the viewer which is in large part accomplished by the filming techniques just mentioned. Some paradigmatic examples of classic films noir are Double Indemnity, directed by Billy Wilder in 1944, The Postman Always Rings Twice by Tay Garnett in 1946, The Big Sleep by Howard Hawks in 1946, and Out of the Past by Jacques Tournaire in 1953. These classic noir films have their roots both in the hard-boiled literature of the 30s and 40s. Think here, for example, of James M. Kane, Raymond Chandler, David Goodis, and Horace McCoy, and in the German-Austrian immigration during and after the war, given that a number of very important writers directors, and other film technicians were German or Austrian émigrés. In addition to these classic noir films, there are more recent films that are often identified as neo-noir, since, while falling outside the classic time period, and typically not in black and white, they share the inversion of values, the alienation and pessimism, the violence and the disorientation of the spectator. Reservoir Dogs, directed by Quentin Tarantino in 1992, Blue Velvet by David Lynch from 1986, Taxi Driver by Martin Scorsese from 1976, and Memento by Christopher Nolan from 2000 are often considered to be examples of neo-noir. Now, French existentialist philosophy was contemporaneous with classic film noir and shares some of its themes, if not its outlook and tone. While most critics agree that there wasn't a direct influence of the existentialists on the films, those philosophical themes are clearly present in the movies. Themes like moral ambiguity, reason versus passion, in human decision-making and action, the meaning of life and pessimism.